Hello and welcome to Who Is She, a podcast sharing the voice I wish I had in my 20s and navigating how to thrive in your 30s. I'm your host, Danielle, and I'm so glad you're here. This is a safe space to talk through all the in-between moments, consider different perspectives, and ultimately go for the life we want to live. Get comfortable and let's get started. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Who Is She podcast. I'm your host, Danielle, and I'm so happy you're here. Listen, this episode is part two of an episode I had with my good friend, Noe, Noelle, of Noelle D Skincare and Beauty. We talk a lot about business, a lot about just personal growth, a lot about, um, a lot about a lot, okay? Um, but we talk so much about a lot of things that we get into a mental health discussion on this episode. It's not going to be the whole episode, um, but I do want to put it out a disclaimer that Noelle shares her journey with mental health. And I want to put a trigger warning out there that we are discussing mental health, depression, anxiety, suicidal ideation. And so if you're not in a place to be able to listen to that, totally fine. You can skip this episode. And I am going to put in the episode show notes because I don't have it on hand and I won't have it until this is edited. At what point in this episode, if you do want to listen to the rest of the episode, um, that that part of the conversation is over so you can skip forward. Okay, so that'll be in the show notes, which if you go back to uh, Apple or Spotify in the description of this episode, you'll click like see more or show more and it will tell you I'll have that in the description. Okay. But I just want to make sure we're taking care of you and that if that's not something that you're able to hear or receive, that it's totally okay. And um, that's it. So without further ado, let's get back into it. Can you talk about where you were mentally and like physically like before you got to this point and like what that evolution looked like? Yeah. So because I know you're kind of passionate about the mental health side. I'm too. very passionate about that. Yeah. And I just... I love to talk about it because it needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. I have gone through like ups and downs. I had something very traumatic happen to me as a child that mm-hmm. has affected me all throughout my life. And it's something I just didn't, I didn't realize how much it was affecting yeah. me. And I've been very like physically heavy weight wise. I've been really thin and fit and I've gone in these waves my entire life. And mm-hmm. it's like, um, October, 2022, I, I say this, like I was not suicidal, but they call it uh, like suicidal ideation mm. where like every day was like, I don't want to like, I don't want to kill myself, but like, I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Like in the body I'm in, in the headspace I'm in, like if I had to live one more day like this, mm. I can't, I can't. Yeah. And I was so angry. I was so unwell. Mm-hmm. All of my relationships in my life were suffering with myself, with my family, with my now fiance. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody. Well, I remember there was a period of years yeah. where I knew that if I texted you, I wasn't going to get a response. Yeah. And I didn't love you any less. I just knew that there was something. Yeah. And I couldn't do anything about it. And that was all my friends. And like, yeah. you know, you're you're somebody, we have a couple of mutual friends mm. that like, 
I love you guys with like everything I have and you yeah. guys have been nothing but good friends to me. Didn't matter. I know. And I knew that. And just to reassure you, I never thought less of you and I never thought you thought less of me. Yeah. And I, and I know that. Yeah. So just, okay. Keep and going. that, that's where you find your good friends at, mm. by the way. Um, oh, but I, so I was in a really low place and I woke up one day and I was like, I just can't, yeah. I can't do this. I'm, I'm done. Like, what do I do? So I got a therapist. I, um, changed some habits. I didn't drink alcohol for like eight months. I just was like, what is happening in my life right now that is causing me these things? Because for so long, it almost was like I was, um, the victim in it was very, and, and I, I'm a victim to certain things, but it was like, I can never change this. Nothing's going to change this. I'm just going to feel like this forever. But like, I woke up and I was like, no, Noelle, like you have to do the work. Like nobody else can do that work for you. Okay. I want to pause right here in this moment. How did you go from the victim mentality mindset and also just like mental health crisis day to day to taking responsibility to doing what you could how do you go from one step to the other <laughs> this is funny and like it's not funny but it's something like similar to what i said before i i literally woke up one morning i don't know what it is about me i woke up one morning and i was like i'm gonna die wow. like i woke up and i was like i'm gonna die i'm gonna lose everyone around me i felt like i was already losing people around me i sure as heck lost myself yeah and i just woke up and i was like okay like what do I have to do? Mm. What do I have to do to not be like this? And yeah. it's not anybody else around me's responsibility because everyone around me was trying yeah. to help me. But I just woke up one day and I was like, okay, what do I do? Yeah. And like the night before I had, I think this is why the night before I was having trouble sleeping. I think I was having like, I was having so much anxiety. I was waking up like gasping for air in the middle of the night and I just was like I can't live like this it was like to the point it was like either I'm I'm gonna die or I'm gonna do something to like change this and I wow I was like I just that day I was like I'm I have to and it took a long time so it's not you know like just like one day everything got better but it was a decision one day it was a decision it sounds like it was I think a lot of times and I feel really fortunate and really blessed and I also feel a little I don't want to say hypocritical but my spiel that has driven my following is advice Mm -hmm. but I have never struggled with anxiety or depression yeah and so I try to where I can say that because not everything is a one-size-fits-all and it's not going to fit everyone and I also don't have the scope to be able to relate to that in a way that is helpful what works for me won't work for someone else yeah um but to me what it sounds like is you got to a point you could call it rock bottom or you could say doing anything besides this is easier than doing this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like trying to change my life is actually feels easier because i i literally can't breathe mm-hmm like literally yeah I was having panic attacks every day I couldn't I couldn't even drive and like 
I've always been anxious to an extent, but like severe health anxiety, severe, like constantly, I just thought I was going to die. Like, and Mm. I couldn't drive on the freeway. Like I would get instant panic attack. And that Mm. just so wasn't like me. Yeah. And like you said, it was like, okay, well, trying to do something about this is better than what's happening right now. So I had to make that choice that like anything is easier than feeling like this. Yeah. So how many, how long did it take you to get from that low point to baseline of feeling relatively happy as a human? Probably like four-ish months, I would say, was when I started to be like, there's light. I think there's light and I felt like I was doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I think there was like a semblance of hope there, right? Like I didn't feel all the way better or anything, but like the progress I had made was like, okay, like. And what were you doing specifically over those four months? Um, I weekly therapy, weekly hour long therapy. I still do it every single week. Um, you go in person or do you do online? I do it online, uh, video chat and, I will say that like finding a therapist that works for you don't just settle like I need I need your therapist contact because I didn't really like mine and and that happens but people like stick with the therapist and it's just like eh. my therapist like talked the entire time about her own personal experience and I was like what no I thought uh, it was for me no (laughs) and that's so bad and that's why people I feel like are really discouraged Mm -hmm. about therapy but finding the right person will literally change your life but her and I always talk about like she gives me the tools Mm -hmm. but I do the work yeah and I so I was doing therapy weekly and I don't I I don't like to give people like diet advice or anything like that but like I severely changed my eating habits I mean I ate like a garbage can like yeah that's what I've been doing lately so and and that's okay too like a little rat like (laughs) yum um yeah so I was doing that and so I really like changed my diet because like fueling and nourishing your body also Mm. is so huge and I just wasn't doing I wasn't treating myself nicely in any Mm. I was not talking to myself nicely I was not treating my body nicely I didn't even start exercising I just started eating better I lost a lot of weight just in turn people always like how did you like lose weight and honestly I would I didn't set out to try to lose weight I started caring for yourself yes I just was like I have one body I have one life and why am I gonna like mess it up like yeah people say your body's a temple but like really like you don't get a new one yeah mental health all of it well and something that's unfortunate that like I have to do sometimes not even I sit here and I'm like some days I have like bad days like everyone does and I'm like I don't even have anxiety or depression like I can't even imagine what this would be like if I did Mm -hmm. um but something that I've done in the past to get myself to the point of like treating myself the way that I should treat myself is actually pretending like (laughs) I'm taking care of someone else yes because I would never do it for myself but I would do it for a friend and you would tell a friend to do it right right isn't that it's messed up but it's like if you have to trick so yourself into up. doing it mm-hmm. like to build the habits yeah and I think that's so important because I'm someone and I think you kind of touched on this I care so mm-hmm. deeply for the people that I love and I will do anything yeah. for the people I love 
And I realized one day, like, why am I not doing that for myself? Yeah. Why am I treating these other people with such like kindness and grace and like, like, why? What about me? Yeah. Like, why? Why would you not treat yourself that way? Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It just clicked one day, and I still, I do still struggle like with anxiety, but I've learned so many tools to like just help myself and I know what to do to like kind of get myself out of it and honestly like a few months into my journey if you will I mean I had like my mom called me I I had a friend call me Cameron who's my fiance um and all these people like (sighs) called me like in tears like Mm. we were so scared we were so worried about you and you know, since I've had like you and and my other friends tell me the same thing. Like we were so worried about you, but we knew that there was nothing Nothing. we could do. Like all we could do is just be there. It's the same thing as addiction. It it is. Yeah. And then you know about that. And yeah, it, it's so hard to watch somebody Mm. sabotaging themselves, but there's nothing you can do. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion on the, uh, mental health anxiety depression and addiction in my opinion and feel free to disagree with this you guys your job is just to love that person for where they're at because you having an intervention you saying they can't live this way you (sighs) it's not it doesn't they have to have the moment that Noe talked about where they have to want to do it themselves and simultaneously you need to know that during this time however long it is they can't show up for you no and you can't expect them to no and I think that's where a lot of like heartache comes from is like trying to have those expectations of someone that are just not gonna be met yeah and it it sucks yeah it hurts sometimes but I think it's important to like know those things and know like I try hard to just be love the people I love support the people I love when they're going through something like that because I know that that's all you can do for them yeah and it's it can be really hard I mean it I know I wasn't easy to like be around I know it's so hard watching somebody you love doing something that you know is harming them Mm -hmm. but what do you do yeah well sorry no it's good (laughs) it's good um this is (laughs) i'm like going back to like that's all right i know but like that was so deep and i i have these questions and i want to make sure i ask you that all right you can pivot um okay how far out do you plan (laughs) for what (laughs) for like your business like okay so uh context noe has also done a phenomenal job at promotions and different specials and things that incentivize her customers to come back and see her because like i think there's a thing about like my past esthetician Uh i would go to her once every six months maybe yeah no, he had like a little smile, like that's not going to do it. <laughs> but it was just like a clearing nice. out. Yeah, 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 I get it. Um, and but she didn't have any. She had no social media presence and she had no promotions. Yeah. And I think there's especially in your industry, 
something to be said about a business plan that not only secures your clients, but keeps them coming back on a regular basis for both your business and the health of their skin. Totally. Because to see results, you can't just go in once every six months. <laughs> right? Yes. Right. right. <laughs> so um, I'm curious, and I know it's been evolving as you have gone full time and like the way that you organize your schedule, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, how far out, like for promotions and things like that, do you plan? Depends. Um, I, <laughs> the day before. <laughs> sometimes. Um, no, I, I try to do one monthly, right? So okay. like I try to do, I don't know, like a facial that wouldn't normally be on my service menu. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, you know, make up a, a new facial so that it's like something like like rebrand yeah and it's like exciting like oh I normally get this facial but like only this month she has this one right that was like the ultimate glow yeah. facial right mm-hmm. yeah and so a lot of people like that and usually I do like you know it's like a, it's discounted in some way and I still get people that don't want to book those like they rather book what they what they like but I think it incentivizes people who either normally wouldn't come see me or I don't know it I think that when people see like oh it's 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 February I put out like a self-love facial yeah and people see that and it's like discounted a little bit and I offer oh you get a $10 gift card like for your next yeah your next facial so that incentivizes them to come back yeah. I'm like still running a business here you know yeah. like I want you to come back and see me um I typically plan those out like I don't know like right now I'm planning mine out for March mm. um it it differs what I do but I I also like to gauge what people are liking at the time right so like dermal planning is huge right now mm-hmm. people want that if people see that on anything they're gonna love it yeah and so I I kind of like to gauge and like get a feel for what my clients are liking too because while it's my business I want to do something that that benefits my clients as value. well value yeah Okay, so you just said so many things Sorry. that are important. No, 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 no. It's good. No, I think you're just saying things and you don't really realize how much like value is in what you're saying. So one of the things you said is that you do market research. Yeah. You understand in the industry what's hot right now for your business. Yes. So important. It's so important regardless of what kind of business yes. you're in. It's the same thing with social media. I have dedicated time where I do what, what's called a productive scroll to see in my industry, in my niche, what, it, and it's not just like, you know how they're like trending sounds and trending. Yeah. It's not just that. No, it's not. It's this, the, uh, for me, it's like the feeling of the video, the way something was edited, the creativity behind it. And so for whatever business for you, it's what kind of services are really popular right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last year or maybe two years ago, brows were super in yeah. and now it's moving to dermaplaning yeah. and you do all of it, but you're aware of what's happening. And I think that's one reason why a lot of people fail is they just are like, I'm a lash tech. I do lashes and come then, buy yes, lashes. Yes. And that's it. Yep. The other thing you said is that, um, you try to rebrand your products and services in a way that sells them. Mm-hmm. 
and there's nothing there's nothing dishonest about that it's actually very creative because what noe does is she'll actually put together different pieces of different facials and then have it be a brand new facial yeah and so for someone who likes like two different things that weren't on the same facial now they have this new so what i'm trying to say is whatever business you're in if you're a business owner you have control over what you're doing and what you're offering and like the sky's the limit on your creativity and what you're giving to your clients um i think that's really important if you're in the content creator space which i know that there's a lot of girlies who listen to this it's the same thing and this will be on the next episode either next or prior i don't know when we're going to post these but the more creative that you are the more unique that you are the the more successful you'll be and the more i don't want to say relevant but it would be one thing if you had services one through five that's what you offered no discount and you can book when you want yeah versus being top of mind because you have the promotion because you have the new facial because you know what's hot yeah so that's good and people have like feelings about that like um, what do you mean there's there's different feelings about that and this is another thing i had to be like i don't care what everyone else thinks i'm gonna do what i think is best for my business they say do like do three things you're really good at keep those three things never discount never discount yourself um oh like in the industry that's mm -hmm. the advice that you get on like your feed right yeah um and i wonder if they're fully booked i don't know but i'm like (laughs) you know this is work it it has worked so well for me Mm -hmm. um the first time I offered like a monthly special is really when I saw like my business take off. I want to talk about that. You mean like a, your monthly membership? No, but that's awesome. Okay. Too. We'll talk about that okay. in a second. So no, when special. I like was like, oh, it's December. Here's my yeah. December special or whatever it was. Um, and I did like, I don't know. I, I think it was like a dermaplaning facial, but like basically free dermaplaning. Yeah. And I got. Which is so funny because so, it's like. I know. <laughs> I got so many people that booked it. People just love free things. People, yeah, and they want to feel like value. they're getting. Yeah, it feels like I don't know. It feels like a deal. It feels like a deal, and I'm treating myself, so it's free. Like, yeah, like the whole girl thing math. Is free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant because that's the way that we think. Is right, like, and you like know what? that's how I think. Thing is free. So <laughs> the whole thing is free. Right, like. <laughs> all right well I was gonna get dermaplaning anyway yeah, like just like write it off yeah <laughs> so now I have $30 and I can go down the street and get myself some lunch yeah exactly no I just I think I don't care what other people think and that's also I think something that has made me successful I stopped caring what other people around me in the industry whatever I was getting so much well you should do this you should do that Who you shouldn't said that it, like they dm you sometimes or oh, like do even, you re- do you respond no okay or even when i talk to people or they you really shouldn't like do it like this and like, what is your response in person when they say that like thanks for your input but it's working for me like yeah. but for a long time i was like oh okay like this person said this now i need to like mm. and i was so worried about that i was driving myself nuts yeah and, and now i'm like i don't this is working for me yeah so if it doesn't work for you you should do it your way 100 percent, right. and i would never tell you not to but yeah. this works for me i think the other reason too is like 
I understand what they're saying about like you should never discount because then everyone's going to think that yeah. they get a discount every time. But the difference in what you do is that you run promotions. Yeah, it's not you like... get it for the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of Noe's promotions, and she's really good with this, and I want to talk about boundaries mm-hmm. as the next one, <laughs> as a business owner. Um, what Noe does is for her promotions specifically, it's a time-sensitive thing. Yeah. Um, so whether you're in some sort of sales, you are offering services, whatever, she runs promotions, meaning you must book by... It's Monday, you must book by Friday yeah. or whatever in order to get this deal. I will not be offering it after this point. And so I think what it does is it incentivizes people to um, book with you then. And they know that you do these monthly promotions. So it almost makes them like watch out for what you're doing, which puts more eyes on your business than if you were to offer nothing. Mm -hmm. Then it takes the inspiration behind coming to see you goes from whenever I feel like it to your terms absolutely yeah that's really good and i have people that they look they look out for it Mm -hmm. they know it's coming so i think it like keeps me top of mind exactly and that's what i want yeah (laughs) so let's talk about boundaries Mm -hmm. as a business owner those are hard Mm -hmm. boundaries in general are so hard but so important yeah another thing that i've really tried to work on over the past year and a half um People will push as far as you will let them. That's so weird. I mean. Oh, it makes, it gives me like icky. Right? Isn't that like when I think, I'm like, I could never do that. But. Hey, could you please offer this to me for free and come in at 10 p.m.? Like, (laughs) what? That's crazy. (laughs) So in the beginning, I didn't have boundaries. Okay. I had none. I felt desperate. I felt. And I didn't like the, how that felt. I was mm-hmm. like, ugh, like, oh, you you need this? Sure. You want this this time? Oh, yeah. I don't work this day, but sure, I'll come in and work. Like, yeah. come on. And I realized that all it was doing was, like, hurting me. Yeah. And my, like, not my credibility, but kind of, like. Your value. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no. Like, if your boss asked you to come in at 10 p.m., you'd be like, no, I can't. Like. You'd be like, what? <laughs> pardon? <laughs> excuse Pardon. me excuse me um but people first of all don't have boundaries of like if they text me mm-hmm. it's like I should be answering right away and if I don't then I get flooded with multiple and it's like just I know I'm a person and I know I'm a single person that like owns a business but like that doesn't mean I'm just here to serve you 24 7 right so how do you do that how do you walk that line well <laughs> I've made it like I've set my boundaries with people like to let them know that like if you text me if you message me I will get back to you yeah but if somebody message me messages me again it's not going to make me respond because I'm trying to set a boundary Mm -hmm. and set my like if I allow that if I text back because they texted me again then I'm just showing them that they can keep doing that so I try to hold my boundaries myself. Um, I have a business phone number and my personal phone number. So I keep them separate that way. Are they both mobile? Yeah. So you have two cell phones? Oh, no, no. I need to get another cell phone. So you have two numbers on one phone? Yeah, like I have an app. How does like, that work? business number. Oh. Yeah, I pay, I pay for it. Oh. Um, I didn't know that. It's cool, that. but I need, an, I need another phone Just to like completely keep separate. it separate. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
you know, you don't answer your emails when you're not at work, like mm-hmm. type of thing. When I go yeah. to do my work, I'll answer my messages. Um, but boundaries are really hard and it's really tough because I'm like, I just want everyone to be happy. I mm-hmm. want everyone to like love what I'm doing and love me. And we all do. Yeah. Um, but people, oh, can you give me this discount? No. And I want it like so badly. Like for a long time, I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah I was sure. going to ask you about that. It's so hard not to. So what's to. your response now that you have been working on your boundaries? If someone asks for a discount out of promotion, <laughs> what do you say? I just say like, sorry, but you know, this is the price of my service. And I, I told someone last week, you booked this service knowing the price of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, these are people asking for the discount after they receive the service? Oh, yeah. People do that. They put you on the spot like that. I would like that. throw up everywhere. Yeah. They put you on the spot or they'll like message you and ask and I'll, and I'll say like, sorry, no, like, yeah, this is, this is the price. Right. I have other options if you want a different price, but for this, this is, this is the price of it. This is so obvious, but as someone who struggles with boundaries in certain areas of my life and like figuring out what that actually means, boundaries means saying, I don't do this. This is what it is. (laughs) And then being silent. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so hard. It's not explaining your boundary. Yeah. It's saying what it is. Yeah. Which is super hard because I'm also somebody who wants to be like, because, Mm -hmm. like, and it's like, I don't need to explain myself. This is a boundary. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to, I mean, it gets into explaining, but like in that example, you could be like, I do offer like monthly promotions mm-hmm. if, like you book during one of those promotions. That's where discounts apply. But like I'm not running any promotions right now. This is what just what the price is. Yeah. I have people who will be like, so if I do this, this and this, what kind of deal can you give me? And it's like, I'm not a car salesman. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's kind of where people are like in your industry are like, you should never do it because it leads to that point. But if you're going to do that and if you're going to be that creative with your business, you also have to have those boundaries. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't for a long time and mm-hmm. I didn't have boundaries in terms of like, oh, but I can't make any of those times work. Mm-hmm. So can you just come in at this time? And I would do it. And then I had no, and you're even still, and I would say this is more on your terms, but like Noe is so gracious to her client base that she posts on her stories regularly saying, here's my availability. You guys can book it. If it's outside of my availability, message me, Mm -hmm. give me like 24 hours (laughs) to respond (laughs) and I will let you know if it works. Uh So again, that's an example of like, this is what it is. This is what I can do. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've done pretty good at that. You have. You have. Lately. <laughs> oh my God. My leg. Okay. Um, okay. How do you structure all other non-client facing aspects of the business? Still, still working on that. Um, it's so hard that like, like people don't realize when you're like a soul person business owner like nobody works for me mm. not a single person works for me it is me I have to do marketing I have to do finances there's taxes you gotta wash the towels I you gotta, gotta oh god the laundry do you is there like a washing machine in your unit you, like 
in the break room there is one we have to oh. pay for it but is that where you do it yeah okay um but it, everyday laundry yeah that takes time um I have to like clean I have to I'm you know messaging people back there's so many different aspects on top of me working an eight hour day doing services yeah so it's really hard I've made sure to take Mondays off so that I can do all of that I try to schedule my social media posts um so Mondays are admin days Mondays are admin days okay and you have to you have to have one boundary wise I was getting home every night from working and then doing three more hours of work Mm -hmm. and then there's no boundaries for myself between work and home life so it's Wednesday and you have some admin stuff that are coming up Mm -hmm. with your new boundaries and your Monday admin stay does that wait until Monday not always or does it wait until the next day that you're at work um how does that work I guess it depends on the like importance of it um sometimes I'll do it like you know when I'm off that day I will do it um but I'll like set like you have an hour yeah um and I'll like time it out yeah you have an hour and if you're not done with it you're it's gonna gotta wait you got yeah yeah and usually it's not that important if something comes up I, i'll figure it out but for the most part i try to keep it to, to do on mondays mm-hmm. what systems do you use i use square okay that's like a services yeah um thing yeah it's used like for retail services it's the way you charge your clients and are able to come up with like a menu and price list. Yeah, that's like where that. my menu's at. That's where you book. That's where I charge people. Okay. It does it all. Is it, it's scheduling too? Mm-hmm. Okay. And how did you find that? I, I think I was just like, okay, so I'm part of like a bunch of esthetician, like Facebook pages where like you can get information. And so when I first started, it was like, here's the options. Mm. And I found Square to be the most like well-rounded, like everything I needed in one spot. Like yeah. my business bank account is through them. Okay. So like I don't have to mess with anything else. Like everything is just on that system, which is also a problem when it goes down. Mm. How often does it go down? Well, lately a lot. Okay. Shout out Square. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Square sponsored this episode. <laughs> just kidding. There's no sponsors. Not yet. Well, actually, that's not true. Spotify for podcasters. Oh. Okay. Um, hopefully soon. Uh, you said a couple really important things for like new business owners or current business owners, um, immersing yourself in the community to get information. So you join Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people are like, I want to do this. And then they are like, they like are like a blind mouse trying to like figure out which, what, you know, and the two things that I would say for even myself making this podcast i had no idea how to make a podcast yeah. i literally googled everything yeah. youtubed everything so if you're gonna do something do the ample research um and then if there's communities join those communities that's really good and i think you will agree with this like it's not a bad thing to like get inspiration from other people Mm-mm. in your space yeah like how you know totally i and make it your own yes i I don't like copy people but i'm totally inspired by other people in my industry all the time that's where the my first like viral viral video that got my like base following the things i wish i knew i had seen that and another creator 
And from that point on, I, when I would go on walks with Charlie, I had a note in my phone yeah. and I would just think of things yeah. and I wrote it down. And after a while, actually my first one was off the cuff. That first viral video, I was just getting, I was actually getting ready for a date, uh-huh. which is so funny. I think about, <laughs> I was getting ready for a date and I just like off the cuff started saying, um, advice that I had been thinking about and but the the inspiration behind that concept of that video came from another creator Mm -hmm. and had i not been immersed in that um that's research yeah it is (laughs) um okay so square um do you use anything else no that's nice well i made my own website okay like GoDaddy. i think how'd you do that I fumbled through it. I'm like totally kind of like you said, you're like, you didn't just know how Google to make a everything. podcast. I just figured it out. Yeah. Like that's kind of like <laughs> what my whole business has been. It's just like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Like, like next right step. Yeah. Like I try to not get too ahead of myself. I, I looked up where to do a website. I've done one before. I wanted it easy. I don't want to code a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like I was like, okay, I need user friendly for me and my clients. And I just figured it out. Did you ever have MySpace or are you too young for that? Oh, no. I had MySpace. Okay. Do you remember when like coding was yes. infused oh my into God. MySpace for like Even layouts? A little background. Like. Oh, my gosh. And it was a big thing. Oh, that's, we learned how to And code. it was just copy and pasting. We weren't coding. We were coding. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're. Call your, me an engineer. I know. If you're in your 20s, especially your early 20s, there was this thing called MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> and it came before Facebook, oh which came before Instagram. Oh, yeah. So back in our day, MySpace, I still remember the dopamine I would get from new photo comments. The ones in green. Yes. (laughs) It makes me want to throw up. Um, (laughs) Or bulletin posts. Yeah. The original stories. And you would like. Okay. Oh. So I want to explain to our young young audience here. We would have on MySpace. It was similar. It was like an archaic version of Facebook. Yeah. And it was originally created for music. And then people used it for personal use. And everyone had a MySpace. On MySpace, the unique things were your top friends. So there would be like top five, what top a ten. Horrible time. And it was like almost like Dance Moms being ranked in the pyramid. Oh my god, how awful! And if you were switched from <laughs> first to second. <laughs> like what was it called top top to shoot you went from top one to like top two or like you got like (laughs) deranked to five or you were all the way off that was the worst um and in my era all the popular kids their myspace was like full of pictures so we were like i don't know 11 and um young so that would have been years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh 20 years ago Wait. and all the popular kids were all like coupled up at my middle school and I was of course alone with my rolly backpack <sighs> but um they would have um I distinctly remember it would be like their profile picture and like pictures on their page of them and their like boyfriend <laughs> and they would have like pussycat dolls like <laughs> stick with you forever as their you could put a song on your profile. Oh my So like imagine opening your Instagram and having a song automatically playing it would just set the whole tone for your <laughs> your page. You um, and your boyfriend just broke up, you take him off your top friends and yeah, then you post um, like a sad tongue. All my life I forget, <laughs> but now I'm not going to say. Um, yeah. So 
And then we had these things called bulletins, <laughs> which were kind of like stories, but it was just text. So yeah. there would be a bulletin board, like a virtual <laughs> bulletin board on your MySpace homepage and people could post to it and then you could open their bulletins. Yeah. Because in the olden, olden days, we had things called bulletin boards that were boards on the wall where you posted notes. And so it was like a virtual version of that. <laughs> oh my God. In the olden, olden days. <laughs> Kids. All right. Moving on. Oh. Uh, I don't know how we got there. I don't either. Um, okay. This is a good one. How did you get over the cringy feeling mm. we all have to go through posting on social media and talking in front of the camera? What was your process there? So hard. So I realized early on in owning a business that unless you, I find that the most successful people show themselves mm-hmm. and make themselves present to their followers, their clients, and a lot of people don't do that yeah. because it's cringy. Yeah. And it, I hate it. Like when I tell you like the last thing I posted on like my personal Instagram before I got engaged was like four years before. Yeah. Like I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't like, well, I think I had to get confident in myself yeah. because I was always worried about what other people were thinking when I was posting. Yeah. Which really no one cares. Like, yeah, it's giving myself a lot of credit. Like nobody it's like, oh, look at Noelle. Like, no one's doing that. And if they are, who cares? But I think I was just like, well, to be successful, I'm going to have to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. And I got into it slowly. Yeah. And like, I think the first time that I really was like, oh, this is okay. I like totally was like breaking down. Like, it was tough. Um, Business is hard. Like, there's like high highs and low lows. And I was in a low low. And I was like, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to put my emotions out there and I was totally not going to post it. And I was like, why not? Like, I'm just going to show who I am to a fault, not whatever. I posted it and I got so much amazing like feedback from people. And like, this is so refreshing. Thank you for like just being honest and not being so polished all the time. Right. So I realized it's okay. Kind of like you have Mm -hmm. said, like, it's okay. You don't have to be perfect on everything. You don't have to look this way, that way. Mm -hmm. Just be you. Yeah. Like to be who you are to the core. And I had to realize this in business and in life. If someone doesn't like that, they're not for you. Mm-hmm. As a, I don't want like when people are like, oh, but what if that like pushes clients away? Then they're not for me. And that's actually the point. It's like anything in life that like if someone were to be cringed out by in my mind, God is just clearing them out of your life because they're not supposed to be there. Exactly. They're not, you know, um, I have, I don't want to get too detailed, but I have experience where what I'm doing isn't for everyone and totally not everyone can handle it, <laughs> which I don't really, I don't get it because to me, I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Like I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just talking on the internet and like people like it, but like, not everyone can handle this. Yeah. Not everyone can be, um, I won't get too mm. into it, but I think we all know the direction I'm leaning. <laughs> uh, so, but they're not supposed to be on the journey with you. That's their yes. exit point. And yes. it's a good thing because what happens when all those people are gone is that you're just surrounded by the people who do want to be there, who are supporting you versus the, being surrounded by people who are like, mm, yeah. I don't know. Why would you want? You don't want like, that. Yeah. Think about it that way instead of, yeah. Um, and you have gotten a lot better at talking online. Yeah. 
I think it's just repetitions. My personal opinion is like you do it and it's going to feel <laughs> cringy. I'm doing cringe in quotes because I have my own opinions on the word cringe. Um, but you just keep doing it. And then slowly the influencer accent yeah. goes away. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, hey, guys, I just wanted to come on here and say this. You just start going into I have a promotion. Yeah. Or hi, this is what I'm doing. And you're just talking. Yeah, like just normal. Just normal talking. Yeah. And uh, and the more you do it, the better. The more you, uh, practice you get, the easier it becomes, the less cringy you feel. You don't even really think about it. Mm-mm. Like at a point. Sometimes there's things that I post that I just really don't think about. <laughs> and I'm like. Maybe I should have thought about that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I have. There's this creator. Her name's Florence something and she's very pink she has pink hair pink room she's very like eclectic Mm -hmm. i just did a little dance um (laughs) (laughs) um but she had a video and i think it's the one i found her on where she was like you are not cringy okay whatever it is that you're doing there is something in that person that cringes but that has nothing to do with you yeah yeah there is something in that person that cringes, meaning it's their responsibility. Totally. It's their feeling. And it actually has nothing to do with you. Um, That's so valuable. Yeah. Ugh. So, and it's not your business. Their thoughts are not your business. They're, yeah, their thoughts about you are not your business. Mm-hmm. And th- I'm not saying this in a way that's like, girl boss, just like do... <laughs> you know do do your own thing i'm saying it in a way to like shift your perspective mentally on whose responsibility the technical thing of cringe is like think about fear let's take cringe off the table and think about fear um let's say this is a very extreme example let's say you are gonna go uh ziplining and it's you and Bob that's right next to you. Mm-hmm. And you go down the zip line and you're like, wow. And you're having the time of your life. <laughs> and then Bob is next to you and he's so terrified. Is Bob's fear your responsibility? No. It's the same thing with cringiness. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. Like replace cringe with any other emotion. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, my last question. Okay. What do you want next? Oh, boy. I don't know. Like, I, I've i hit a point where, like, you know, I was scared to go full-time because mm-hmm. I was like, my appointments aren't going to get booked. And they are booked, mm-hmm. which is such an amazing feeling. It, and to, like, other business owners, like, it's so normal to – I'm still scared every single day. But yeah. I think without a little fear, like, you're way too comfortable – and, like, and accomplishment feels better when you have fear. Yeah. Yeah. But if you so, don't all the way know that you could do it, but you still yeah. try really, really hard and then it works out yeah. perfectly. Well, and I, any, I'm like, at any day something could happen. And like, this is my livelihood. Like, yeah. I, I have this new fear that my hands, like that I'm going to like break my hand hmm. because I cannot do my job without my freaking hands. Like, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, I have like a long-term goal of wanting to own like a spa not a spa but like more of like a skin salon kind of thing yeah and like like 
for a long time I will like do services myself at a point I don't I don't want to do that anymore Mm -hmm. I I, like I want to shift into like full businesswoman like Mm -hmm. you know but my goal at some point is to get so I rent like a little studio that I love so much um but I want to like have my own storefront Mm. and like hire other estheticians or have other estheticians. Would it be like a barber hair salon model where they like rent a chair from you or would it be more of like a, you are designating what services you're offered more of a, like a massage place. Yeah. Model? I don't, I don't know a hundred percent. Um, I think my end goal would be like, I own this and you are my employee. Yeah. Um, because I want it to represent me well. I think, too, to stay true to the reason you've been successful, because you're doing this your way mm-hmm. and not going about it like the Sola Salon way where you just rent a space and you do whatever because that's you're just replicating the same thing. You yep. could be successful doing that. I'm not saying that, but I think it would be a new sort of groundbreaking thing that you do in the space, almost like a... Um, What's that blowout place? Dry bar. Like a dry bar experience for skin. Yeah. And they have stuff like that. And that's where I like. I don't think they have stuff like that in terms of they have it for dermatology offices. Uh, they have like the original facial bar. I've never heard of it. I Who are they? Well, and I don't want to like trash talk anything, but like that I worry I don't want the like quality of what I offer mm-hmm. or what people are getting to go down because you're trying to scale it up yeah. too big, which is what happens Yeah, with places like that. I just don't think the quality, mm, like the integrity saying. is just not there. Yeah. So I don't ever want to lose that. Like I don't want to get so big to the point where like it doesn't represent me yeah. what I want anymore. So maybe you do like a... Uh, Almost like it's like this big of my living room and you have like three or four rooms. Yeah. And then the you have like a certain menu and list and like the quality of services, the way you go about services, the ambiance in the room, like all the details are the same so that you can keep that quality. Yeah. yeah. I think my, probably my first goal is like at whatever point, I mean, we live in the Bay Area. It's so expensive yeah. here. Whatever point I can, I want to be somewhere where there's like, a front desk like a receptioner even mm-hmm. if it's just me I want there to be more of that like I don't know I want a bigger space where I have a room where I do yeah facials and there's also the front where I can hold more events and mm. like I really wanted to do like a galentine's event but like oh. my space is just yeah. not doesn't work for that yeah so, that makes sense it's probably like the next goal yeah so I was going to ask you, how do you do that? But I think we just have to figure that out. Yeah. I, <laughs> just like anything else. That's the, what happened when I became an esthetician was it kind of fell in my lap. Somebody mm. posted this person's renting rooms. My God, you should have seen the first place I was in. Was it Ooh-wee. sketchy? It was interesting. I was curtained off. It was curtains. Like I didn't have a room per se, but I was like curtained off in like, Pepto-bismol pink walls. Oh. Um, uh, I know that people listen to this. There was a person next to me who was very, like, loud and inappropriate. But, like, oh. we were in curtains. And so... Everything carried. And yeah. did not care. Oh, that's um, unfortunate. Yeah. And it was it was so bad. But 
I was like, eh, oh, well, like this is how I start. And it was like a good deal on rent and whatever. So I did it. It fell in my lap and like, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do it. I was like, no, I can't. Every single person in the esthetician world will tell you, do not go solo right off the bat. Mm. You have to go work at a spa. You have to build your clientele that way. And I was like, no, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I, I don't want to go work for somebody else where I'm doing these expensive services and I'm like not really making the money from That's it. That's what like, they say in hair too, right? Hair too. Yeah. Like, do not go solo. And I was like, mm-mm. Like, yeah. and so now I prove people wrong. Like yeah. you just have to put the work in, but it fell in my lap. So then when I moved from that space to my current space, that also kind of like, it just circumstantially happened that mm-hmm. like I found it. So I'm hoping I'll figure it out. Like something will come up, an opportunity will arise where I can take that next yeah. step. Actually, I have a friend from, oh my gosh. We're going on two hours. <laughs> this is what happens when you put like friends in a room together. Maybe I'll fig- I'll listen to this and figure out where to like split it cut two episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's good. I don't think there's any part of this I would want to cut out. Okay. But um, if you're listening, thanks for listening. Sorry. Um, one of my friends, uh, Dice, has been a barber for Dice. His name's Dice Game. Okay. okay. And Dice um, Game. Dice Gay. Gay. Got it. Yeah. Um he lived down the street from me we went to school like since elementary school Uh together and like he's been cutting hair for so long that like i would come home from like high school and like all the dudes would be in his garage cutting like he is the the dude and um anyway he's been he's had his own studio Mm -hmm. for a while now and he just did this he's actually opening on saturday grand opening a storefront (gasps) barbershop combo with a brand oh it's kind of like a in my eyes sort of a revolutionary thing That's where cool. it's like this entire brand and it's going to be their brand storefront or i'm not sure if they have others but like a brand storefront yeah. and then i'm not sure how many barber chairs but like f- at least four barber chairs in there and so kind of like that model so i'm just saying this to say like it doesn't even have to fall in your lap in a way that you would expect yeah you could like do something creative like that too yeah and that's another you have to be open like you can't be super I think that's another part of being successful you can't just have this one idea in your head and that's it that's like it's only gonna happen this way yeah it's like gotta I was, gotta let things happen and yeah yeah and I I believe too that if you're on the path to like purpose and passion and you're open to it to seeing those things those things will come along yeah so you do have to be open yeah all right guys <laughs> two hours in Thanks just for about. coming to my ted talk um thank you noe for thank being you. on the podcast um and i'll talk to you guys in the next one bye bye this is the part of the podcast where i ask you to subscribe leave a five-star review and share with your friends even if you want to like screenshot this and tag me on instagram and i'll repost you on my story i would so appreciate it word of mouth from your friends is the most powerful way to share something of value so if you could do that for me i'd love you forever okay love you bye